My name is Sean, aka Prep Mode, and this is another edition of Beards with Beers, a podcast about everything related to the facial hair community, from competitors to competitions to products to charities involved with those competitions, competitors, and products, with a little bit of beer talk on the side. Speaking of beers, today I'm going to be drinking the Deschutes Obsidian Stout. And I will say that at first I was hesitant to try this beer because I haven't always been a fan of Deschutes products. But this one, I'm glad I did try because this one stands out for me. In 2017, this one actually won the World Beer Award for America's Best Stout. And that was kind of the factor that made me decide, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. And I'm glad I did. It's definitely a thick, rich, creamy stout. It's got a nice, tan, foamy head on it, and you definitely get the hints. Everything you want from a stout, like the chocolate, the the coffee espresso flavors, um, and definitely it's a satisfying stout for me. Uh, it's 6.4 ABV, so it's a nice ABV. It's not too high, not too low, and I would highly suggest it if you're a stout fan. Now on to my guests for today. We've got two of them, both from Salina, Ohio. First, we have Ethan Weskertis, the president of the Mercer County Facial Hair Club, along with Jacob Peppelman, the brewmaster at Lake Rat Brewing. So I'm here today with Ethan Weskertis and Jacob Peppelman. And Ethan is the president of the Mercer County Facial Hair Club, and Jacob is the he is the brewmaster at Lake Rat Brewing in Salina, Ohio, and they have an event coming up on February 16th from 5 to 11 p.m. at Lake Rat Brewing. Ethan, Jacob, how are you guys doing today? Good, yeah, not, very good. Not very too good. bad. It's a little chilly here, but it is wintertime, so. Yeah, you know, I'm here in Alaska, so I can understand chilly. <laughs> Definitely. So, uh, let's let, first off, let's start with you, Ethan. Uh, how long have you been bearding? I think I got involved in 2013, so about six years now. Okay, and what yeah. first? What first? You what first got you into it? Oh man, um, I had some friends that started the club here, started the Mercer County Facial Hair Club, and they were kind of just, "Hey, man, you should come and get involved and check this out." It all started with a, a cookout in my buddy's backyard, and. They were, you know, I had a beard and they all had beards and we were talking about what they were trying to do with the club and it just, it was easy for there, you know, from there, just charity based and I didn't have to shave. It was fantastic. Right. <laughs> and what about you, Jacob? Um, I've probably been involved for probably about four years now. Um, I was bartending at everyone's, like the group's watering hole. So that's kind of how I got to know everyone. And then, uh. I just started growing a beard, hanging out, started donating with the club, and uh, being part of uh, the events. Excellent. And what first got you into the competitive side of bearding? Oh, man. Um, it's kind of just something you you get involved with. You start meeting guys from other clubs, and um, you kind of you got to support other clubs so they'll come and support you. And really, it... it it comes down to the charities, you know, when, when a club picks a charity that's near and dear to their heart or really impacts their, their community, it's easy to just get involved. I've, you know, I've not won a lot of trophies myself and I'm okay with that. Cause at the end of the day, it's about giving back for me. So that was, 
that was it for me. It's just easy decision. And it's fun. I mean, beer comps are great. Good time. You meet fantastic people. So, And with the location in Salina, Ohio, you are you have some pretty nice access to multiple competitions in the area, correct? Oh, man, we are centrally located to everything. It's We always talk about, like, we're this, we're this small town. People are like, I've never heard of Salina. I'm like, oh, well, it's near Dayton or it's by Cincinnati. And they're like, oh, okay, well, that's, you know. We're two hours from Cincinnati, two hours from Detroit, um, two hours from Columbus. So, yeah, we, we can get anywhere quick. Yeah, I went to uh, college in Muncie, Indiana. And oh, wow, okay. You're a Ball State Cardinal. I, I am a Ball State Cardinal graduate, yeah. And uh, my oh. wife, that's where we met. She went there also. She grew up in Muncie, and her family oh. would randomly pick up and drive to Salina because you have the lake there. And uh, they, ha they had a restaurant there that they loved going to and a bar they loved going to. And so they would just pack up sometimes on the weekend, just drive there. And so she has, she has some really good memories of Salina. I don't think I've personally ever been there. But when I did some research online, one thing that came up that really kind of got my attention was one of the first images was a monster snake in Salina. Are you familiar with the monster snake in Salina? Yeah, the, the hodag. The hodag. The hodag. Okay, can you tell us about the hodag? Yeah, well, so Jacob actually named a beer after it. I'll let him kind of tell you. Awesome. So the story, I think it was right around like 1900, like the Mercer County Trappers put this fake article in the newspaper about this lake monster. It was called the Hodag, and it had the neck of a snake and a horse tail and a red eye and all this. So it's just kind of, uh, well, it's been around for over 100 years now. But yeah, our uh, like our staple pale ale is called the Hodag. So it's a popular one around the lake. That is awesome. I, I you know, I had no idea there was going to be a connection with that. So I'm, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> so uh, yeah. can you give us some history on the Mercer County Facial Hair Club? So founded in 2011 by um, two brothers and uh, just another friend of theirs. And, you know, just hanging out, going to the bars. And uh, they were like, man, we have beards. And we get together all the time. We should start a beard club. So they did. Um, it didn't really take off. It was kind of just a, just an excuse for the guys to get out of the house maybe and drink some beers together. Um, and then three years ago, we, we put on our first beard competition. Um, let me backtrack a little bit. So we were having regular meetings and we, we started with a, uh, maybe six years ago now, five or six years ago now. We started with our first ever uh, charity event, and we do a, a bike ride around town, um, and we go to all the bars and a couple different restaurants, and we stop in, we get a drink, or we'll you know grab some food, and it's you know it's just a way for us to raise money. That was our first big event, and then three years ago in September we had our first beard competition. So it started off with you know humble beginnings, just some guys making an excuse to get out of the house and hang out with each other. And then it was, well, let's go check out this competition and let's go check out that competition. And then we should do something on our own. And, you know, now we're six years into our bike ride and this will be our, our third, um, our third beard competition. So it's really grown. We're, um, last year we became a 5013C nonprofit. Um, we're starting to get bigger and better donations. We partnered with a brewery now. So, yeah, we've really taken off. I mean, we're still small in comparison to a lot of the clubs, but what we do here impacts our town because it's such a small community. 
and that is extremely important. It doesn't matter how large the city, the town, that is extremely important. So thank you for thank you for all your work you're doing there. Yeah, I appreciate that. So speaking of events, tell us about Love is in the Hair. <laughs> so we we started our competitions in the fall. Um, but man, that's just a, a a juggernaut, no holds barred time for beard competitions. The summer's hard for everybody because they're traveling and it's hot, and so it really just came down to some scheduling conflicts. And we want to try and accommodate all the other clubs. And you know, if you're trying to host a competition the same weekend somebody else is, you can't go to their comp and they can't come to yours. So we decided, you know what? There's nothing really going on. In the wintertime, um, I know you just talked with Ryan Gore from uh, Louisville, great friend of mine. Um, he was here last year for us. And uh, so, you know, we're like, well, they have something going on. We'll, we'll move away from that. And we picked Valentine's weekend. And, you know, then you got to pick a name. And love is in the hair just kind of made sense. It was, you know, play on words and great for the weekend. So it'll be, it'll be interesting for us because it'll probably still be pretty chilly here. But we have a great venue and a great location. So. And it's good to have things to do in the wintertime. You know, people always complain about not having enough to do in the winter because there's so much to do in the summer, you know. And yeah. so it's it's good to have something, especially, you know, to travel, to bring in people to town. You know, yeah, definitely a good time. And I know a lot of the clubs do winter events, like you said, like in Louisville, you know, they had theirs. Uh, mm -hmm. It brings it gives something people to look forward to in that in that sea of, you know, snow. Yeah, you will, yeah. yeah. And we have plenty of beer. It'll be poured to keep people warm. So exactly, and that's always a good thing. Definitely. So tell us about the categories. We'll have fourteen categories this year. Um, we're one of the few competitions that promotes family-friendly events. Um, so we have a kids category, um, and that'll be one of three um, creative categories. You know, we have women's creative and women's realistic, and then. The kids, it's kind of just a free-for-all. They can do realistic or creative, but they're all kind of lumped into one one category. Um, we'll have all your natural beard categories from anywhere from zero to, I think we're, we do 12-plus split, you know, depending on the length. Um, we have mustache categories, style categories, and a couple partial beard categories. And we like to give the guys without a mustache some uh, some leeway to, you know, to, to place too, so. It'll be good. We, you know, we, uh, I think last year we had over 60 competitors. So nice. So yeah. Jacob, I know you are one of the judges. Correct. What is my some first of, year? Oh, nice. Excellent. Excellent. Well, what, what is some of the judging criteria that you are looking for from the different divisions? Well, I'm going to be winging it. I don't really know much about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I said, I've always I've always been serving during these events, so I've never been able to compete or um, I can like mingle after work. But um, so it'll be nice. I'll have a night off work, and um, I I have some learning to do beforehand. We'll we'll set him up. We'll set him up for success. And the other judges, we haven't finished announcing all of our judges, um, but we have a great panel who's done this before, and they'll be able to help him and and uh, you know make sure he doesn't screw things up too bad. <laughs> yeah. And so you, uh, first off, Jacob, I, I'm sure you're going to do a great job. You're going to have a fun time doing it all, so I'm, I'm definitely sure of that. Oh, I can't wait. So are you following, like, uh, like world guidelines for the divisions? Or, like, what, what uh, criteria are you looking to follow? Are there any 
variations from world qualifications that you are, you know, expanding on? No, not really. We try and do things. Um, I myself, I'm a traditionalist. I, we try and follow the guidelines to a T. Um, you know, some of the categories are a little ambiguous in nature, um, but everything's measured from the bottom lip down. Um, all of our volunteers working the registration table will have rulers. We'll make sure that you're in the right category. Um, and you know, like every competition, you're subject to being lumped into another category if there's not enough people in, in said category, but now everything will be very traditional. Um, you know, we get a lot of guys try and sneak into, you know, a, a category where maybe, you know, like instead of, they should probably be in four to eight, but they'll try and be in zero to four. And, you know, we try and prevent that from happening, but that's hard. You know, that's hard as a judge. I've judged four or five competitions now. And just because the guy in the four to eight category has a four inch beard and the guy next to him has an eight inch beard, you know, you got to judge that. And that's, it's tough. And I get that for guys, but you know, at the end of the day, we're trying to raise money. It's not about vanity and trophies and stuff. So we've not had any problems in the past and, you know, just stick to traditional guidelines and everything will be okay. Speaking of uh, trophies, uh, do you have prizes for the division winners? We hand build all of our trophies using scrap wood and action figures that we get at garage sales and uh, different things like that. Um, they're they're fantastic. People really love them, but I mean, there's no there's no money going into them at all. It's just another way for us to to keep our costs down so we can donate more money. Of course, yeah. And that that sounds really super creative and awesome. I really I I hope you plan on posting some pictures of those because I yeah. would love to see yeah, the collection. We'll definitely we'll definitely post pictures. We always have people here with cameras. It's kind of it's crazy. It's as close to a, a red carpet event as Salina's ever had with all the flashes going off and stuff. So, uh, you know, and like you were saying, the, the less money you spend on things like the trophies, you know, the more that's going to go into the charity. Absolutely. And we, you know, we try and do anything we can, um, even to like, uh, Lake rat donates, uh, I think it, it would be a dollar this year, a yeah. dollar from every beer that, um, we sell with the, the beers brewed specifically for the event. We'll go to the charity. So, I mean, we're just, you know, scrounging every dollar counts and it, you know, it goes to help somebody in our community. So, and outside of Jacob being a judge, I know you have released a couple of the other judges. Yeah, um, we have Jim Jones, who's technically, uh, he's with the Louisville guys. Um, and then uh, Felipe Brad from uh, Detroit, he's the president of uh, Murder Cities uh, Club. Um, you know, and uh, we've got two Whiskerinas that I've yet to announce. Um, so that'll be, that'll be kind of unique to our event. You don't really see two Whiskerinas too often. So. And speaking of charity, what is the charity involved for this event? All of the money that we donate will go to the Cancer Association of Mercer County. And the interesting thing about them is they are not in any way affiliated with the Cancer Association of America. All of the money that they get donated to them stays in Mercer County. It goes to feeding, you know, cancer patients, rides, medical expenses, stuff like that. So we pick them because we know it stays here and it's not you know, it's not making somebody rich across the country. And that's extremely important. It's always nice to know that the, that the money is staying there locally, helping the people that you encounter on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis. Yeah, fantastic. Last year, we were fortunate enough 
I guess unfortunate because we had a we had a family come to us and they had a little girl um, with with cancer and it was pretty severe. So we split the we split the the proceeds between the family and the cancer association. So, um, but that was you know another situation where we could help out and we knew you know they were a local you know they didn't live twenty minutes from where we're at. So it was it was easy for us to be able to help them and know that it stayed right here. And since this is Beards with Beers, we got to talk about the exclusive beers from Lake Rat Brewing that Jacob has made just for this event. Jacob, tell us about these beers. All right. So me and uh, Nathan Hart, he's uh, the head brewer at the Muller Brew Bar, and they're about 15 miles away from here. Um, also a club member. Also a club member. Um, so last year we did a peanut butter milk stout and we just call it beard with an exclamation mark <laughs> All right and um so this year we've got a little bigger equipment here so we decided to kind of take it to the next level and we're going to do four different beers it's the same base milk stout just a rich roasty creamy milk stout and we're going to be doing four variations so we're going to do a banana fosters uh double chocolate coconut uh white chocolate raspberry and then we're going to do the muddled beard, which is going to be old fashioned inspired. Wow. So it'll be four different ones. They're going to be a little crazier than anything we've really done before, but uh, we hope they turn out great. I'm <laughs> the sure they fantastic. will. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, now I'm just like, I'm trying to taste each one in my mind. I just can't imagine how amazing these beers are going to be. That's awesome. Pretty decadent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, can you give us a little bit of background on Lake Rat Brewing and your position there? Yeah, so we're affiliated with Brew Nation, which uh, is kind of, it's pretty much strictly a craft beer bar, and we do wood-fired pizzas, um, that kind of thing. And um, probably about a year and a half ago, I finally got the owners talked into getting just like a little half-barrel set up, so we could do 15-gallon batches, throw a keg on here and there, and then um, we opened uh, full-on this past May. And um, we're up to about 180 gallon batches now, about twice a week, and uh, we're getting it all maxed out, and everything's been going great. Wow! And I was noticing online uh, the Rat Trip, the New England style IPA. That uh, the images of that look picturesque. Like <laughs> yeah. seriously, like, I mean, like if a beer was a model, that would be the model New England IPA. And that uh, has been. Visually, I've been trying to make that beer for years, and somehow I got it. It's uh, it's as opaque as milk, but it's just so smooth. The nose on it, it's all Citra and Galaxy, and uh, yeah, it just turned out it's a really beautiful beer. And uh, the speaking of milk, uh, the Dirty Little Ore. Again, yep, that is a, one. Yeah. that's one of our cores we don't have a lot of core beers anymore because we just like to do new ones all the time um but that one we keep around it's just uh it's our base milk stout um popular very popular we saw a lot of it yeah the owners came up with that name and people just love the name we have good image for it we have like baseball tees like three-quarter sleeve that we sell here and uh yeah it's just a good a good funny one a lot of people love it and the the painted horse tell us about this one all right this one this is one of my favorite beers um it was just a total experiment 
it's a it's a blonde ale has some honey malt so it's a little on the sweeter side it also has a ton of lactose in it so it's it's got a lot of body but it's still very it's clear crisp and drinkable um and i've been wanting to mess with these uh cacao nibs for a long time so i ended up roasting up a bunch of those and um i steeped those and um some coffee from um, our roaster down in Cincinnati, who we get all of our coffee from here at the shop. And, uh, so I steeped the, the chocolate and the coffee and, um, fantastic for too. about a week in it and then just kegged it up and, uh, turned out fantastic. People love it. Beautiful beer. And now Salina, Ohio is a craft beer destination. Yeah. yeah. We're trying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously, I mean, in, in the sea of all of these companies trying to replicate and copy and make things that are safe you know all these safe beers you know and 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 in the sea of the multitude of ipas like you're really going above and beyond to come up with something creative something unique for the palate and that definitely like i i wish i if alaska wasn't so far away from salina ohio <laughs> like i would be on my way actually we'd i'd be right there with you in person right now drinking all of these beers but yeah right, i mean yeah. definitely i mean you guys seriously anyone who's listening or watching out there Make a trip to Salina, Ohio, and check yeah. out Lake Rat Brewing. These sound like the most amazing beers I've never gotten to drink, and I hope to someday, very soon. We hope so. Yeah, yeah. come, you know, go visit Muncie and then stop over. We'll, we'll be here to meet you with some cold beer and let you try all of them. The next time that we go back to Indiana, because we still, I still have family there. My wife's family, who was in Muncie, they've, they've, Decided to be snowbirds. They they were snowbirds, but now they've made a permanent residence in Florida. So they're not there anymore. But my family's still in southern Indiana, down in Seymour. So next time okay, we come yeah. to Indiana, I definitely plan on making a trip to see you guys. Oh, we'd awesome. love to have you. That'd be cool. Yeah. And so are you, are you having any pre-events or post-events surrounding the competition? Uh, normally, so like the, the kind of cookie-cutter mold for an event is to do a meet and greet Friday night and then Saturday's the main event. And then Sunday um, is a hangover brunch. We're not doing a meet and greet this year. Not officially. Um, everybody will just, anybody who's in town, we'll just meet at Brunation. It's kind of the, I guess I can't even say unofficial sponsor anymore. They're like, our, they're one of our biggest supporters. Uh, Kim and Vance, the owners of Brunation. And then, you know, they're the ones that kind of invest in Jacob to start this brewery. Um, they, they've been our biggest supporters from the beginning. They host our monthly meetings. Um, they're always, they're actually sponsoring the event. Um, you know, they're letting us have the space for free. So anybody who's in town Friday night, um, is, we'll just be here. And I know I'm putting up a bunch of people for the weekend, so they will be here and we'll, you know, get a head start on some of the beers. And, um, then Saturday is the main event. Sunday, we are having a hangover brunch. Um, we just go to one of the local restaurants and they have a breakfast buffet and everybody kind of meets in there. We get to, you get a bunch of tattooed bearded weirdos mixed in with the Sunday church crowd. So it's always, it's always interesting to say the least. Um, I think I have them talked into giving us the private room this year because last year there was probably 30 of us that went and there was just a church family in between our two tables and it just got awkward and weird and, <laughs> It was funny for us, but I think, you know, probably for them, they were a little shook. So we'll see. That's what makes the Midwest awesome, though. It is. Yeah. yeah. That's what makes bearding 
you know, fantastic. And, and the support we're getting now after all these years from our community, it's great because, you know, you get a bunch of guys together with beards and tattoos and they're kind of like, what is that? Like what's going on? And then they start to see what we're doing for our community and they want to get involved in that. That's ultimately the goal for us is to get community involvement and to make our donations and our events and everything bigger. Definitely. And that speaks so much more than any kind of uh, false image that someone can put into their head as far as their uh, their negative pre, you know, their misconceptions of what someone yeah. who has a beard or facial hair is like. Right. So you also, speaking of, you know, like doing the whole three day thing, if you're going to be around, you have a hotel involved also, correct? Yeah. Um, there's a couple of them, but the one we always use is uh, West Bank Inn. They're, they're just down the road from us. Last year, our event in, uh, was in October, and it was kind of warm that night, so people could walk down there. It's just about a mile away. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're as close as you can get for us, you know, in accordance to, the, to where the event's being held. So they're, su they're supportive of us. They always give us a great rate. Um, anybody coming into town, you know, can check that out um, if they're going to stay. But one thing we try and do is, you know, myself and the other board members – we try and put up as many people as we can. That way they're not spending money on a hotel because then hopefully they'll spend more money at the event. But it's, I don't know, it's its crazy. That is an excellent way to look <laughs> we, at it. And we, have right. a, we have that small town feel, you know. I always have people sleeping on my floor at, at these things, and I love it. I would rather them do that than, you know, go to a hotel. But we do offer that option because, you know, some people like their own private space. And like you said, you know, the less money they spend on accommodations, the more money that they're, you know, going to spend in the community and for the charity. Yeah, that's our goal. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the rate, I saw that the West Bank Inn is running $88.15 for the room. Yeah, that's, which, that's so good. Yeah. It's hard to get. In a small community like this, the rates are never great. Like, we, we used to have a Holiday Inn, and they're not in business anymore, and nobody's surprised we would try and tell them like, Hey, we're having an event. We're going to bring in a bunch of people. We need, you know, we need a special if you can. And they were like, Oh, we can do $115. Like $115. This is Salina. You know, that's crazy. That's yeah. So, but West bank has been nothing but fantastic to us. Um, locally owned. So I think that, that probably helps. Um, yeah. And the rooms are great. They're really nice. I've never had to stay there, obviously, because I live here, but um, I've been in it, you know, when people come in from out of town and you drop them off. So, yeah. And, yeah, I totally agree. That is a fantastic rate. And if someone wants to get that rate, what do they have to do? Yeah, um, I think the deadline was actually yesterday, but we – they always extend it for us. They're not – as long as they have rooms open, they just have to mention the Mercer County Facial Hair Club, and uh, they'll take care of it. Um, I know last year we ran out of rooms and they extended the rate for us, you know, up until a couple of days before the competition. So they want to fill the rooms. If anybody's coming from out of town, absolutely get a hold of them. Tell them you're in town for our competition. Mention the Merce County Facial Hair Club and they'll take care of you. And like you said, it's another locally owned business. So again, more money yeah. going into the Salina community. Another yeah, and that's, that's what we do. That's why we partner with Jacob and Lakrat. And that's, you know, we host our monthly meetings out in the community because that's, you know, food and drinks that we're, we're, you know, giving back to small businesses. 
So as far as your facial hair, do you have any favorite products that you use or do you have a specific routine that you go through? Man, I wake up and I don't wash my beard and then um, I don't – are you still using Stephanie's oils? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a local-ish band called Coal Fired Bicycle. They're kind of based out of Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. Um, but – they they've been making like some balms and oils and um that's about the only thing i use i think it's a uh, hemp based yeah it's a uh, hemp based and uh she makes it she makes it herself um so i don't anymore but i i used to run the bar here i was a bartender and um so we would book them in and they, they play a lot of shows here throughout the year and she would she brought us some beard oil she's like hey i want you guys to try this i think she gave jacob and i both a bottle and it's I have so many oils and balms that you get at different competitions and you judge, they give you a basket, but it's, it's hands down my favorite oil. Um, she makes it from hand or by hand from stuff that she gets locally and in her backyard. Um, but yeah, it's a hemp based oil. I think she's got some cedar oil in there and just fantastic product. But, and do you know, is it, is, is her, is her product available online? I don't think so. No, I think she kind of just sells it as they go to shows and stuff. So they do a lot of traveling around and I think they always set up their little booth with their, uh, their merchandise. Um, they do a lot of interesting stuff. They'll buy, um, like shirts from Goodwill, just plain ones. Oh, yeah. And they'll, uh, they'll screen print them themselves. And, yeah. uh, they're a really cool, fun bunch. Very cool. So if someone is interested in becoming involved with the Mercer County facial hair club, what could they do? We have, uh, our monthly meetings are always the fourth Wednesday of the month, and that's the best way to get involved. Come out to a meeting, we'll sign you up, um, we'll get you, you know, the information you need, we'll put you on one of our, you know, on one of our snap threads or chat, Facebook chat, or, you know, I'll give them my personal number, otherwise Facebook, our Facebook page could be better, you know, we could be better about updating it, but. We always have events for the next meeting, where it's going to be, what time, kind of what to expect. So, yeah, just show up to a meeting, and that's that's the best way to get involved. And if you can't, just get a hold of us on Facebook. And, you know, I run the Facebook page along with a couple other guys, so pretty responsive. And do you guys uh, collectively, like, carpool and stuff to events in the area also? Yeah, if we, if we don't have our meetings here, we'll try and, you know, patronize other local businesses and yeah if someone needs a ride we'll pick them up more than happy to do that because the more people that get to one of the meetings you know the more information they're going to have and they you know it's just about it's about spreading the news and what we're doing and the more people get involved the, the better that's going to be so yeah if i have to pick five people up to go to a meeting i would absolutely definitely so overall what can someone if whether they've been to a beard competition or not Atmosphere-wise, crowd-wise, beer-wise, overall, what can someone expect from Love is in the Hair? Oh, man, it's a good time. I'm busy. I'm on stage, so I'll let Jacob kind of tell you what he thinks about it, having to work. He gets a better view of it than I do because I'm constantly looking at papers and talking to the microphone and, and helping judges and stuff. So it's, it's hard for me to really say, you know, what's going on. So I would say from the average person's perspective, if they were just to walk in on this evening, it is like a circus. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we had 
the place completely packed. Um, Both and, sides. Yeah, there's costumes. People are wearing costumes. There's vendors. Um, we do fun food specials. Uh, Beer's flowing like crazy. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's a high energy, no one could have a bad time event. It's amazing. Excellent. Any- it's family friendly too. That's that's one of the important things. Is you know we we encourage people to bring their their kids out. It's hard. It's hard for adults to get a babysitter, and you know we it, there are there will be some adult moments, I guess you know because with the alcohol flowing and people having a good time, it's inevitable. But you know it's it's absolutely a great place to bring your family. We have the kids that competed last year were so much fun. It was probably my favorite category. And that helps also having that kids division, you know, and it, it, it gets the kids, whether you're a child of someone who has facial hair or just, you know, a family who's looking for something fun and unique to do on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, I'm really excited. I just got confirmation. Um, our first, our first competition, I had um, some members from Beards of the Old Northwest Cleveland get a hold of me and say, hey, you don't have a kid's category, but can we bring our daughter and can she compete? And it was a no brainer for us. We were at a, our local Eagles. They don't have rules about 21 and up. So we said, yeah, bring her. That's fine. That'd be awesome. And she actually won first place in the women's category, not a kid's category, women's category. And then last year, her little sister showed up and she won first place in the kids category and I just talked to that family this week, and they're bringing uh, their youngest, their boy, now, and he's going to compete. Well, all three of them are going to compete, but um, we're we're hoping for a, a three-peat for that family. And they love the event, and, and the fact that they get a hold of me and say, hey, you know, can we bring the whole family, and we want the kids to compete. That, it's so awesome, and it, it's great because that gets mom and dad out of the house, and they get to come and see all of their friends and compete, too. It's just It's a really beautiful thing. Definitely. So, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. I really appreciate it. I wish you guys the best of uh, best of luck on the event. I know, actually, I, I can't. I don't even want to say best of luck. I know you're going to have an amazing event. I wish I could be there. I know it's going to be an amazing time. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Um. Yeah, I think. It gets harder and harder every year for people to, to get out and, and get involved in stuff. If you're going to get out and you're going to do one thing, make it, a, make it a charity event. This is a great opportunity for you to come out and give back. Um, you're going to have a good time. I guarantee you that. People get a little – we're open to the public because it is a bar. Um, and you know We have a $15 cover charge at the door, and that's standard at any competition. So anybody who's like, man, I don't want to pay $15 to go inside, that $15 isn't paying for a band. It's not paying for anything. You're going to be entertained, and it's going to go to help people with cancer. And I, you know, I can't stress that enough. And then you're also going to be able to come out and support a local brewery who's making unique beers that you're not going to get anywhere else. You know, Yeah, there are IPAs because that's what people like, but like you're talking about Painted Horse and Dirty Little War, like, you're not getting that anywhere else. So it's, we just want people to come and support us and just keep an eye out for what we're doing. We're just trying to better our community. Any final thoughts, Jacob? Um, all I can say is just try to come out. It's hands down the most fun event of the year. 
townwide, countywide. Um, just come, enjoy it, see it for yourself. It's awesome. Excellent. Well, Jacob, thank you for everything you're doing for the craft brew world. We definitely appreciate it. We need more. We need more brewmasters like you out there. So thank you. I can't wait to come see you in Salina and drink some of your amazing creations. And Ethan, thank you so much for everything you're doing for the for the Mercer County Facial Hair Club and for the charity and just for your community in general. You guys are doing an amazing job there, and I really cannot wait to be sitting there with you guys in Salina, Ohio, at Lake Rap Brewing. Yeah, dude, it'll be awesome. We'd love to have you. Very good. Excellent. Well, hey. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you next time. Awesome. Thank you. And now for the Beard Competition Report. On February 8th, Beard Mob presents Beard Brawl 2019 at Pepper's Bar and Grill in West Monroe, Louisiana. On February 9th, the Rain Beard and Mustache Competition at the Flying Tiger Brewery in Monroe, Louisiana. On February 16th, the one we just heard about, Love is in the Hair, hosted by the Mercer County Facial Hair Club at Lake Rat Brewing as well as the Unknown Beardsmen present the second annual Stars and Stripes Beard Bang at the Ice House in Murray, Utah. On February 23rd, we have Burrs, Beards, and Brews, a Lumberjack Festival at Old Town Lansing in Lansing, Michigan. We also have Come and Shave at 13, presented by the Austin Facial Hair Club in Austin, Texas. One more for that day, we have LSV3 Be Someone Beard Competition, hosted by the Bearded Villains Coast, Texas in Houston, Texas. That is all for February, but for March, I want to slide in there that we do have the Miners and Trappers Ball coming up in Anchorage, Alaska in cooperation with the South Central Alaska Beard and Mustache Club, and that is part of the Iditarod festivities. And that is the longest consecutive Beard and Mustache contest in the world. So if you can, make it up here to Alaska. I'll be there. We'll hang out. Thank you for checking out this edition of Beards with Beers. Also, if you want to, you know... It'd be nice, you know, you can always like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff that people do with the social media. You can find me on all of your favorite social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Also, please make sure to look up all of these competitions. And if you can, make it out to a competition, support a charity, be involved in your local facial hair community. You know, it's definitely there. Like we've got some great people out there doing some amazing things. So please get out there, support, become involved. And, you know, if you want to check out some uh, product videos, I also make those. Uh, you can find those on the YouTube channel. And definitely, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And remember, respect your beard. Don't drink and drive.